0: (laughs) what's up after ellen listeners it's your girl gabby and i'm back with another treat for you we got the queen of throwing hands uh christy salters martin with us today how are you today ma'am i'm well how are you doing all right thank you for asking so you have this thing coming out on netflix um, called deal with the devil. And it's essentially, um, a story about your life. Is that correct? It is. It is. So what made you decide that now was the time to tell your story?
1: Well, I think that, that I've been telling my story, for for since the uh, incident happened with where my ex husband tried to tried to kill me, uh, I felt like it was important that I share my story so that other women or other men in a domestic violence situation maybe wouldn't go down the road as far as I did before I started to turn back and say this isn't for me. Um, I was I was married almost twenty years to this and, and took the abuse and and most of it was verbal and emotional mental, but that's another thing that people don't really realize about domestic violence. It's not about just the bruises. It's about the mental and emotional beat down as well.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, I mean, how was that for you having to talk about this, this, this probably the most traumatic incident of your life and knowing that, you know, the whole world is going to watch it. Yeah.
1: Well, definitely the most traumatic incident of my life for sure. And, the only thing that keeps me going and keeps me uh, sharing the story is that that it's gonna help somebody else. You know, someone mm-hmm. else that needs a little pick me up. and needs to say, if that person can do it, I can, and get that little that, that burning fire in them to fight back and to stand up for mm-hmm. themselves. And if they see that that I did that, hopefully, it's gonna touch somebody and make them be a little stronger as well. So. I feel like God left me here for a reason and, and that's the reason to share my story and to help others not go through what I
0: did. I definitely got that feeling um while I was watching it. Um I did get to watch it a few days ago. Um and yeah, you you're right. I, I feel like it did have that sort of I'm telling my story now so that other people know that you're not alone, you know. Right. This this, this happens to everybody, it can happen to anybody. And, Absolutely. And you have the I strength. Mean, yeah. domestic violence doesn't just dis- discriminate, you know,
1: it doesn't matter mm-hmm. your race, your sex, your religion, your job. I mean, so much so many of us think uh, that happens to someone else or that happens to maybe these poor people, you know, that that that's, you know, that's just what they do at their house. No, that's not just what someone does at their house. And no, that's not the way life's supposed to live. So it, I just hope that it brings not just to the, the actual victim of the person, but the people around that situation, that that couple or that, you know, that relationship that they'll stand up as well and say, you know what, sometimes you can't look out for yourself. Right. Or you don't know how to stand mm-hmm. up. for yourself. You need somebody to help help you stand up for you. And that's what I hope that it'll bring awareness to everyone around the situation, as well as the person actually living that day to day abuse.
0: Right. Uh, thank you so much for doing that. Cause I feel like this is something that a lot of people just don't want to talk about. Um, you know, they just want to sweep it under the rug and if that doesn't help anybody, does it? No, so, absolutely not. Thank you so much for being so brave in telling your story. Well, as I
1: said, that's, that's why I'm here. And, um, you know, I just want to make a difference in somebody's life and, and hopefully, you know, it's not just one person. It's, it's thousands of people around the world because Netflix is, is seen around the world by so many people that it will, it will just really make a difference. And I, I'm, I'm sure people saw me as a, a professional boxer that was strong and would fight back. But what you don't understand or what people don't understand is that you just get beat down. You just get beat down and then, then you give in, you give in and whatever that uh, victimizer abuser wants you to do, you're willing to do just, just because it's easier to do that then enough, then then to the fight. You get tired of fighting.
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't understand. Um, yes, I'm strong and I'm able to carry this, but that doesn't mean that it isn't heavy for me, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So speaking of boxing, um, what what I, I I'm not that well versed in Western boxing. Um, I did martial arts. Um, I have to admit, I have big legs, so I like kicking. <laughs> so that's why western <laughs> boxing has never been like my thing. So, um, I heard that you started on a dare. Is that correct? Well,
1: to be, to be very honest, it's, it's, um, that was like a story that we Mm -hmm. put out there to make it more sensationalizing, I guess. Right. Uh, But no, the truth is I just, I grew up in Southern West Virginia. We we had this tough man contest that would come around to our little city uh, every year and people just, went and entered. I mean, no one trained, mm-hmm. they just entered. And I, right. for whatever reason, I thought this would be a great thing for me to do. They didn't have women at first. And mm-hmm. then I kept after the promoter, like, when are we gonna do women? When are you gonna have women? And and finally, they had a women's category and, and I was like right there to sign up. you know. I, I, and why I thought that I should do this, I have no idea.
0: But- It just happened. I, I did. <laughs> so what was it about boxing specifically that got you to stay in it?
1: Wow. Good question. Um, The competitiveness, you know, the competitiveness that, hey, I want to show you that I'm the best. And and really, I think a little bit of it was there had not there hadn't been a woman really get the um, attention, get the kind of hook into the to the world of professional boxing up until I did. And of course, I did it with the help of Don King and Mike Tyson at Showtime, all the powers that be at that at the 1990s. Um, but it was a little bit of a challenge. Like, let me see, can can I do this? And I, I just kept getting deeper and deeper in, and and then there you are. You would have no other choice. This is the road you've chosen, so keep going down.
0: <laughs> right. Well, for you specifically, what do you think was the hardest thing at the time? Being, you know, a professional female boxer, because your career started. I think I don't think I was even out of the womb yet when your yeah. career started. So Thank that you. was. I mean, what was the hardest thing for you to have to? to go through
1: um geez it, it was all hard because there, mm-hmm. there was really nobody that had done it to that level before uh so you go to get a physical pre-fight physical everybody has to get one so the doctor would say i'm not doing i'm not why would i be doing a physical for you i'm, like, I'm a fighter no you're not you know go away uh i had janitor's closets for for uh changing rooms and, and, and warm up rooms, you know, it was always like you're getting the short end of the stick. Uh, but I kept fighting and kept fighting and, and finally got to Don King and then fighting under Mike Tyson got the worldwide exposure that any fighter, male or female needs.
0: Oh, that's definitely relatable for me. I remember changing in closets to like before martial arts <laughs> class, because they just didn't have a separate room for girls. So I, I had to go change in the closet. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's definitely relatable. And, you know, some 30 years later, you have, you're seeing all these female fighters now. Um, I actually interviewed um, Sonia Deville from the WWE. She's um, the first out lesbian um, fighter in, in that. And how, how does it feel seeing all of this progress now?
1: Um, I, I think, I think the progress is like around the world and across sports is it's, it's across all genres, you know, whatever you may want to be or do, you know, there's just more acceptance to, to be the true you, uh, Mm -hmm. especially with the younger generations. I mean, it's like boys don't think about anything about girls playing sports with them. Um, I, I, I actually recently was substitute teaching in Charlotte, North Carolina. So this is where the, it's the Bible built. And in the high school, there were two girls walking down the hall holding hands so, you know, and then the other kids, no one paid attention to it. It was just like, oh, well, yeah, you know, and so it it, it warms your heart. You know, you feel mm-hmm. like you're getting somewhere uh, as a whole. As, as So, uh, yeah, it's all positive. And I, and I hope with this, with my documentary and the story of my life, that not just the person that may be dealing with their sexuality, but the parents and the family around that person can understand how hurt and hard it is to not be able to be the true you, with your family.
0: Oh yeah. I can, I can definitely relate. I personally, all the after Ellen listeners know this, but I'm not even out to my own family. So I can definitely understand that. Um, You actually did mention in the documentary that you, you would take out a lot of your anger in the ring. Right. Uh, For that reason.
1: I mean, I I think that um, the anger of just life, Mm-hmm. Lots of aspects of life, um, probably fueled the fire just a little bit. May you know, stoked the fire just a little hotter because uh, I was fighting. I was fighting everybody, not just the opponent across the ring from me, but I was fighting what I felt like was the world.
0: Right. That's that's heavy. That's a lot to have to deal with, um, and and in the face of everyone watching. Also, I feel like.
1: Oh, absolutely! You know, everybody has their eyes on a female boxer, especially in the '90s. You know, just waiting for you to make a mistake. Okay, whether that mistake might be in the ring or out of the ring. So I, I walked, um, you know, I walked a fine line, and and it was hard. It was it was hard. I mean, it was a great career. I had a lot of fun. I did awesome things that I would have never been able to do being a teacher in Southern West Virginia. Uh, but, but it was still hard not being true to to me Mm -hmm. and living every day thinking that, you know, a little bit of you was
0: a fraud. What, what flipped the switch where you decided, you know, I can't do this anymore. I need to be true to myself.
1: Well, it was, I mean, it was a a long journey and then, uh, you know, had found the, the cocaine addiction that, that fell up on me. And, And as I said, I just, I walked through my house one night and and saw a reflection in the mirror and thought, you look like a, you look like an addict. And then no, you are an addict. And it was just something in me at that point switched. And, and I was like, no, you gotta, you gotta get back on the right track. And, and that's what happened. I, I felt like I was going to get back on the right track. I was going to get clean. I was going to get away from Jim knowing that he had told me for 20 years, he would kill me if ever I left. It was at that point where, you know i'm either gonna live or die and and really i was to the point it didn't matter
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right i can t- totally understand that that's i mean that's a lot but you know i feel like it's it's one of these stories where people can watch it and they feel like okay, it's not too late for me that i can still despite everything you know turn this around and like be true to myself and live for my sure. life for sure i mean
1: i was i think i was 42 or 43 when everything happened so uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. At any point in your life, you can get back on the true to you path. And I think that Lar Brownson, the uh, director for Netflix documentary, did a, a fabulous job showing uh, showing the path, the ups, the downs, mm-hmm. um, the ins the outs, and, and uh, I feel like everything was uh,
0: portrayed perfectly.
1: Right, I, mean, I did get a sense truthful of in his interview, but that's <laughs> that's another thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have to admit like I was I was ready to start throwing hands every time he was on screen. Like I was like, "Oh, let's go. Let's do this. I'm ready to brawl."
1: Can can you imagine like he's been in prison for 10
0: years and he still has oh, that man. smug, arrogant ass look on his face. Right, men just be like that. Yeah. But watching the documentary, it did really play out like like a movie, like a movie that somebody wrote cuz you have all these ups and downs And you don't, you don't think that this could possibly have a happy ending, but then it did. I, you know, came out of it thinking, oh, you know, like, yeah, she got her happy ending. Did you ever think, you know, in your wildest dreams that you would have the ending that you did?
1: No. And and I think, um, you know, Lisa, Lisa's been a savior. She's been a savior, but you know what? It makes her different than anybody else I've been involved with. She, she doesn't want to take it on for me. She wants me to deal with it and figure it out and get there on my own two feet. And, and that's what, um, you know, she, she pushes mm-hmm. me to you know, fix it yourself, Christine. That's what that's the only way you're going to get fixed is if you fix it yourself. And that's, that's, it's a work in progress. You know, it's been almost 11 years, but it's still, it's still a work in progress. There's still lots of triggers and you know, people have no idea what abusers Uh, can play the mind games that they'll play on their victims.
0: Yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't realize it's something, you know, for a lot of us that we're gonna have to be dealing with for the rest of our lives. It's not like something that you can just, okay, went to therapy, it's done, it's over, forget it, right?
1: Right. No, it doesn't. It it never goes away.
0: I've asked my counselor over
1: and over, when am I going to get over this? It's You know, you're not going to. I mean, it's part of who you are. Now, this Mm -hmm. is part of who you are. But I, I want to take it and and gain strength from it and build on right. it. And, and as I told one of my students, I'm a survivor, not a victim. And that right. I think is the most important thing that I hope people can take away from the documentary is that we are survivors. You know, we cannot we cannot remain a victim.
0: Mm, got it. Got it. Right. Um, I just want to circle back. Did you ever think that you would marry your rival from the ring?
1: No, no,
0: no. But it was—it's. Uh, it, I mean, we're great. We're we
1: are a great team. We're a great uh, couple. I think uh, we're good together. She, she's 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 yeah, real smart. She's she's got everything going for her, and she gives me lots of encouragement. You know, she doesn't. Um, she just wants me to be me, and and she's good with that. She's going yeah, with, she's with Christy Martin and Christy Salters
0: because they are two separate people, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's that's kind of all what we really want—just somebody who understands us, who just let us feel safe enough to be ourselves, right? Right, like despite everything, you know, like you still love me despite everything, right? And it's hard. It's
1: hard that it's hard for her, I'm sure, to accept everything that's happened in my past. But you know, we're fifty years old. We know that people have passed so uh Mm -hmm. just keep moving on and and build from our future instead of uh as i said i'm not gonna fight back anymore i'm fighting forward from now on
0: oh for sure i love that (laughs) love that um so do you have any advice or any words of wisdom for you know a lot of us a lot of lesbians in my generation specifically just kind of we don't feel much hope for our futures um do you have any advice for us or like any words of wisdom for us? Do you, you know what
1: you have to always regard yourself as as a champion, as this is uh, there, there are no limitations, no restrictions. because if you don't believe in you, who's gonna believe in you? So stand up, stand on your own two feet, stand for yourself. and that's what I, I was that person until I met Jim Martin, and then he took it from me. Well, the main thing that, again, I hope people understand what the documentary is that don't let someone take that drive and that that desire to succeed. Don't let anyone take that from you. Don't let anyone shatter your dreams. Do it. I mean, that's that's what we're here to do is, you know, be the best people that we can be, be the best whatever you choose to be, be the best at it
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for that. Um, so just want to circle uh, back to boxing real quick. Uh, I don't know if you caught any of the Olympic boxing that just happened. Um, do you have any uh, fighters that you know you got your eye on that we should be checking out recently?
1: I, I know that the Olympic it, unfortunately, we didn't get to see a lot of live boxing uh, mm-hmm. on, the Olympics, on the coverage, but um actually, I had one of the young fighters, uh, a light heavyweight. Uh, Daryl Valsaint. He's from Haiti. Mm -hmm. He, he, he lost in the second round, but he was on my professional card a few months ago in Orlando. So he's a great talent coming up. There are a lot of, lot of really good fighters. The guys, the Mayweathers, the Oscar De La Hoya's, the Bob Arums. They'll go out there and get those top guys. So someone at my level, we have to go try to find that diamond in the rough, you know, Mm you don't get cherry pick those, those elite fighters.
0: Got it. Got it. Uh, sometimes they're, you know, sometimes they're better.
1: Absolutely. Know? Because they've had yeah. to work harder. You know, who, who's smarter, mm-hmm. the person that never has to study or the person that has to study, but they still get the same A as that person that never has to study. I want to roll with that person that had to study a little bit because that was the, me in high school. They, study, you, they don't, they don't know how to deal with a, a problem. When a problem mm-hmm. comes up, they're not going to know how to deal with it. This fighter that, that has ever had everything handed to them, when they get in a tough situation, they have to dig down deep. They're not going to know how.
0: Right, right. Do you, what would you say to maybe any young women or young girls who want to get into boxing now? Like any tips for them?
1: It's a tough road. It's a tough business. I I would say first and foremost, get a team around you that that cares about you, that you can trust. And it's hard in boxing. It's hard in 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 business to trust people that you're working with. And that's a sad thing to say, but just get a good solid team around you that cares about your progress and getting you to the championship. That's the most important thing.
0: Yeah. I remember not getting any support when I started martial arts. Um, And just people thinking, Oh, she's just a little girl. She's not going to, she's not going to get anywhere. And now that I'm fully grown, fully grown men don't even want to hold the strike back for me. So sometimes you really just got to go for it. Right. That's the whole
1: thing. It's just, Go out there and, and uh, put, put full full energy, you know, dive into it head first and and give it all you got. I mean, what? You want to sit back in 10 years and say, oh, I wish I would have trained a little harder. I wish I would have tried a little harder. No, don't don't let anything pass you by. Go out there and give it 100%, whatever you choose to do. Give it your all. Don't, as I was, don't have to ask anything. Just go do
0: it. Right. Don't half-ass any, like, don't half-ass a bunch of things. Full-ass right. one thing.
1: Right. 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 Absolutely. Get focused and get it done.
0: Right. Right. Definitely. I, I feel like that's something um, across all martial arts, uh, Western boxing or not, it's just training that kind of focus. um, Which I think, I think more women should get into it. Definitely. Um, if think, you
1: could- uh, Boxing, the workout, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to ever compete. You never even have to spar- but just to go in there and um, hit the bag, learn how to to hit the speed bag. It's not so much about defending yourself mm-hmm. with strength. It's about the, defending yourself with your attitude, because right. now you know that you're, you're strong. You, you do know how to fight a little bit, but you're going to hold up your head. You're going to walk down the street with um, I'm confident you're not going to walk down the street beat down. And so no one's, yeah, why, why am I going to pick on somebody that's, that's walking with their head up and, and all confident? I'm not going to pick on that person. I'm going to go find the weak person.
0: Yeah. I I definitely found that, um, you know, along with just physically, I do feel a little bit more confident, you know, after having, after doing, just like after doing a, like a fight training workout, I do feel a little more like, okay, you know, now I can do this. I've, I got through this entire thing. I can do whatever's going to come tomorrow.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, to me, that's the whole thing about boxing. And sometimes when people will ask me to come speak for a boxing clinic where we're going to teach women self-defense, I, I actually, I usually turn those down because I, I don't want to give women a, a false confidence that, look, I, can, I know how to throw a one-two. I can go defend myself against a man. I, I think that's not how you do it. It's not physically. It's mentally and emotionally how you defend yourself.
0: Got it. Got it. Uh, If you could go back in time and tell your younger self one thing, what would you tell her? Wow. Um, It's tough. You know, that's a
1: tough statement. Uh, I I would like to say, I would like to think that I could tell her, be true to yourself. Be true to you. Um, But I don't know if, if she could even be that strong today.
0: Oh, I think that's that's a hard thing to say to someone, especially at that age. Um, I, I know, I know. Like my younger self, probably would would just laugh in my face if I said that to her.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. it's tough because we try to justify that we are being true to ourselves, and mm-hmm. when deep down inside we know that we we were not and we weren't.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. So I guess a lot of people now, it's easier for them than it was back then just to be like, Hey, you know, this is who I am. That's not who I am. That's who other people want me to be.
1: Right. I think it is definitely easier today, but it's still not easy.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely.
1: Especially Um, if you're in small town USA, it's a, it's, it's, it's tough. It's still tough. I mean, I, I can go back home to my little town of a couple thousand people and be the true me, but I have lived my life out here in the public. So Mm -hmm. I'm more accepted than somebody that just has lived in that little town always.
0: But, you know, now that we have this documentary, it's going to go out to millions of people. And I hope, I hope it, you know, gives someone the courage to be themselves. Absolutely. That's the whole point. And you guys can catch that on Netflix. Uh, It premieres August 17th. That's Deal with the Devil. Um, Is there anything you would like to add? For sure, that, thank everybody
1: for the uh, support throughout my boxing career, thank people that are supporting Christie's Champs, my nonprofit, for domestic violence awareness. But a big, big, huge shout out to Netflix and, and the, the thought that they would even want to do this documentary and Laura Brownson. Everybody was so awesome um, to put it together, uh, touched and hopefully that it will touch other people around the world.
0: Oh, I'm sure well, I'm, it will, it got me, it got me, so I'm sure it will. So thank you so much for sharing your story, for paving the way for all female fighters, even if they're not fighting professionally. Um, You truly are the queen of throwing hands.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much. You have a great day.